How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Live from Las Vegas, sports talk, hot takes, and all of the bangers. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers. Hour number two on the day after the Mac. Mercury retrograde ended, or whatever that is. We're out of retrograde? Apparently, the 22nd was a big date in the whatever calendar for if you're an astrology person. I'm very much like, I dabble enough before I make the Google search. You have the astrology app on your phone that gives you the notification every morning? No, I don't actually read that, but I do look at my chart sometimes and be like, so why are you like this? <laughs> Please, I need answers. At least answers. one of the reasons. I hope with this retrograde, does that mean like lower gas prices? Oh God, I hope so. Was it? I saw some over like five twenty-five. And I saw it was like seven. It, it was over seven twenty-five somewhere in California. Yeah, they said it's the first time ever in history that gas prices have surpassed minimum wage. That's kind of crazy and kind of not a good thing. Uh, shout out to the Sam's Club over here that I'm gonna go to after yeah, the show. I need to I get keep- gas too, but I'm like. Get some right now. But I don't know why I'm so stubborn. Like, I go to Sam's Club because I know it's 17 cents cheaper than everywhere else. But then it's like, do I want to wait 45 minutes because people don't want to move up or like they don't realize these different things? That way, too. 100%. And Costco's no better, but I'm a a Sam's Club type of guy. I'm not a Costco type of guy. So it's just one of those things. But hey, our our, our daily struggles. Thank God we're here to provide some levity and and comfort, hopefully, right? I suppose some people are probably thankful. I hope so. I wouldn't so. say it's probably like a resounding or, dare I say, unanimous, but um, it's certainly, I mean, radio in general has had to really diversify the way that it basically survives because most of the time, like, in the car. But driving practices change, especially in the last couple of years. It wasn't just that people weren't driving at the times, but now it seems like everybody's literally on one as well, like the aggression the level. The Bluetooth, the aux. Right? And so, like, Maybe we are providing, like, a relaxation or an exchange. Like, who's to say how many, like, attempted road rage incidents we've prevented? That's a crazy great way to think of it. You know us. Because we don't really, we don't really, like, our show's not very first takey. Like, no, we, we have some of our... a lot of arguments. Like, when you call Connor McDavid a bad captain, I kind of get mad. When I say Marcus Smart is negative a defensive player. Right. And then the, and, and we've had our Baker Mayfield moments. Yeah, there's not that many. It's really... It's mostly on stuff that you feel strongly about. Yeah. Because I don't... There's very few things that I feel strongly... Actually, that's a lie. I feel strongly about a lot of things. We haven't argued about Derek Jeter, but we all know well documented <sighs> my just, feelings I, on Derek I don't Jeter. Under, I don't understand why you have to tear people down like that. But, like, yeah, it's it's... We're we're an example for this community. Yeah, exactly. Me and my uh, 
my uh, playing around culture where I always got to put people down. I'm trying to be better and trying to yeah. see sports in a different light and kind of get the enjoyment. You That's know? interesting. Like, you got to get more enjoyment out of it, and I'm just trying to, like, stay interested. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. But even, I mean, come on. even just in life, like, you know there's that meme of, like, when someone plays NBA 2K, but, like, they have their back against the couch and not playing serious, but yeah. as soon as their elbows. 100%. As soon as you get to the be, lean forward. Yeah. It, you know, this weekend I, I played a video game, and, like, I didn't care if I won or lost. And, like, I was like, wait a minute. Because that, that that's truly, honestly, like, a big reason why I play video games because it's like, Here's another outlet to be competitive. Yeah. When it's t- when the lights are out at the basketball court, let's go inside and let me beat your ass in 2K. But now it's like, oh, no, I can. Do you feel good about that, though? About like not about n- not caring if you won or lost? Some. Uh, that's a super great question. I, I'm conflicted by that. I, I'm suffering from that, too. I've actually been in that bit the last couple of years where it's just like, I don't know if I'm like giving up on stuff, but I'm just I'm not allowing myself to get worked up for not for any reason. And sometimes I do need to get worked up. I think that's the problem is like, oh, I, I should just like be like this. And then I'm like, oh, wait, this is an exception moment. And then it doesn't happen. It all depends. It's just if you can find enjoyment in things and like or. So you find to enjoyment find... in competition. No, 100 okay, percent. And that's why that's... like I'm like and I take I'm like, I have to take this seriously because like these dudes are the best and like. That, and that's kind of like the mindset that what I've if had. They, what if you were playing against people that were lesser skilled than you? Uh, do you approach it the same way? I kind of, I try to, sometimes I try to do things it's, and it's get away with things. It's one thing when the champs come through and, yeah, and it's, yeah. it's easy for everybody to vibrate to the high, highest frequency. Like I, I'm someone that will, I don't get mad, but I won't try as hard if somebody's not up to my level in anything. Because it's not just where I don't want to make them feel bad, but it's just like I'm going to make myself feel bad if I keep trying to like keep my expectation high and my performance high because they won't be able to match it. And so I just regress. That's a difficult thing of just like, yeah, this is we're playing or this is me trying to get better. Right. And like, can we just play and have a little bit of fun? Or mm-hmm. no, 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 because we you don't have that much time, and if you're getting to do this, you have to take advantage of the and thirty how minutes much that work you got. It is to just think about every single interaction that you have is just being like, which one should I be versus just putting it on an autopilot where I'm hyper competitive always or I'm hypo competitive, which I don't care. That's the bit. It's like, what parts of life do you want your hands on the wheel for, and which parts do you put cruise control in? And it changes constantly. Yeah, I'm trying to make sure I'm on cruise control with the parenting right now, um, just in that perspective of like. You got to give kids patience. I'm well, getting so mad when they don't, when well, side doesn't do something. There's the kids' patience, and then there's, like, the... I, I feel like a lot of people would have guilt that, well, we're not doing something productive, or we're not doing something educational, or we're not we're we're not doing something The battle the of kid. screen time? Yeah, <laughs> or just, like, I don't know. I struggle with that a lot, too, of just feeling like I'm being wasteful. And wasteful of time where I'm like, I feel like I'm not spending it correctly, even if it's something that I, I, I enjoy doing. But then that's taken away because I'm so worried about not enjoying it in the manner that I usually do. Giving yourself grace isn't an easy thing. Dude, it's the it's, hardest thing ever. Yeah, no, 100%. Radically even, accepting yourself is the hardest thing ever. Yeah. And, you know, it, and it's also like this job has been illuminating. Like, I think before the show, we talked about. I was like, hey, do you want to talk about this DeAndre Ayton? Like, there was this huge article about how big of a gamer he is where he even says, I play at all times of night because I got family overseas. Yeah. And this is how I connect with them. So I'm playing at 2 or 3 a.m. Right. And I'm like, wait a minute. 
Adrian, last week you couldn't go to sleep and you were like, let me just play PlayStation for a little bit. And it was like 1 a.m. I'm like, well, am I being responsible? Because now I'm showing up here tired, but now I'm yelling about him. So it's all these different like these what different things. What feels good and standards. isn't always what is good. That's the tough bit. And then especially if you're a type of person that doesn't allow yourself to feel good about a lot of things, that when you start letting goodness in, you're like, oh, my God, something bad is going to happen. Or you don't even know how to recognize half the goodness. You end up turning it like into this whole situation like, yeah, this is therapy. It truly is. Yeah. Makes me think like these in these playoffs, like now, how much tape, how much enjoyment are you getting outside of like being so focused on an opponent and just And it depends everything. on the personality too. Like I, w- I was the type in the later stages of my college career as someone who was very focused, like very pro- process and like um, routine driven, not to the point where I like wouldn't talk to people, but people just kind of knew to leave me alone. But that sometimes can get to a point of an extreme where you're taking it so seriously and that's your whole being, that's your whole focus. And so every one and lost battle or puck is the end of the world. And that's not a healthy place to be either. But, I mean, you mentioned the the late night antics of, of DeAndre Ayton. I mean, Jordan Greenway went through a little bit of a metamorphosis. He's a forward for the Minnesota Wild. I'm sure the video game thing is a huge bit for a lot of professional sports franchises. These kids come up because there's only so many escapism things they can do. And there comes a point where you just have to realize that staying up until three in the morning when you have to, when you have to be up at six isn't going to work for you. I mean, I did that through no my mid mid twenties. Like I did that before I moved here. Like I was literally running on like three or four hours of sleep a night, but that was because I was living a life in a daytime that my body and my, for lack of a better term, like soul were not integrated with. And so while I was trying to make up for the fact that I was feeling so unhappy during the day by doing something that didn't fit for me, eventually your body's gonna is gonna have to make itself feel good and now that we know what it is it's there's like a specific term for it but it, there's like a reclamation that if you don't if you're if you deny and you and you kind of hold your your psyche to a certain standard that it's going to reclaim that at nighttime you're gonna get your video game time you're gonna get your your phone time you're gonna get it but you're just gonna burn yourself out because you're gonna be Going on three hours of sleep, and you'll get an egg McMuffin, and that'll be super nutritious breakfast, and then it just be, it's the cycle. It's a slippery slope that's, like, dangerous and then also kind of impressive. Like, even just hearing some of these Jordan stories of this fool yeah. went to the casino, he flew to New Jersey, then flew back just in time for the Sunday afternoon playoff game right. versus the Knicks, or just kind of... You hear these stories, uh, DK talking about his his health regimen and his yeah, diet, yeah. or DeAndre, and, and some, some people of- are just like that. Like, and that's like the judgment part of it. I think that's been the easiest part for me to accept about other people. At least, at least I feel that way because I I just feel like so many people are struggling with stuff that you don't even know about. So what a waste of energy for me to say what they're doing is wrong or right for them. And so, but that that's where it's like. But I'm it, more interested in the motivations and the stuff that you can control, right? No, true. And it kind of it just it, it kind of sucks we live in this culture where what you let people know about yourself will be used against you because oh, yeah. the combination of being the number one seed, like let's I want to stay on this DeAndre thing for one second. They're a number one seed, they were expected to win this puff piece for all intensive terms, because it wasn't about the series itself. It was just like, get to know DeAndre Ayton and how he's a gamer. That comes out, the Suns collapse, and then you're getting into an argument with your coach in front of everyone. You only play 17 minutes as the number one pick. And the pregame dance moves from everyone else. You're like, and again... We are not here to villainize video games or or pregame vibes like that. But if you do not deliver 
every single rock will be checked under. And every single outstep other than, sir, yes, sir, ma'am, yes, ma'am, doing all the right things will be characterized as a flaw. And that's not necessarily fair, but that's the way that it is. And so it's tough because you have people that are are making sacrifices um, at different levels that others aren't. That's why for me, like, I, I couldn't imagine being Kevin Durant and just kind of stewing over what Kyrie is doing. Like, I get the messaging and everything else, but at the end of the day, the math says that I'm in the gym working my ass and you're not. And that accumulates over time, whether it's it's worthy or or for, you know, whatever reason. It's just that's the hard math. And, and speaking of hard math, I mean, the Panthers um, are facing elimination tonight. They're down three to nothing, oh, back-to-back boy. situation. There's rumors swirling around on this team that some players were allegedly out at a strip club last night. Um, whether that's true or false, like I we just got done through saying, it's not our point to judge what you do. But if your ass gets swept, guess what rock we're looking under first? Right. And, yeah, and, and that's like, what, how do you make this decision if that's so? Yeah. Like, it, I get you got to blow off some steam. Wait 24 hours. It, Not that hard. Is the rumor, and this is this is late. Obviously, it's late at night. This isn't game day during the afternoon. Yeah, it's it's a tough situation. Well, this is all within the last 24 hours because they went down. They yeah. lost yesterday, so they're down 3 nothing, and they have another game now. Tampa so, will get you. Tampa absolutely will get you. And that's what, you know. But, like, it's a, it's, it's a weird uh, hey, you guys playing for a lot of You guys are in Miami. This is supposed to be your home field advantage that the players are like, oh, we're in Miami. Let's go do this because we're in Miami. And it's like, no, you guys are doing it. Well, and maybe Andrew <laughs> Brunette walked into that locker room last night and said, hey, guys, try to go blow off some steam tonight because we got a quick turnaround. But, you know, just do what you got to do. And some people just take that as a full literalization. Yeah. And who's to say? Maybe they come out and win. Maybe they do. But the result remains to be seen. They're going to be getting off uh, pretty quick here between the uh, Florida Panthers and the Tampa Bay Lightning. The Lightning, I mean, are playing the exact brand of hockey that we've seen for the better part of the last two years. And they're blocking shots. They're getting in shooting lanes. Vasilevsky is, is you know, being serviceable right now. It doesn't need to be great. And so I would expect some desperation, though, tonight. I was on the BetQL daily earlier today with Joe O when I was talking about I would probably take overs on both both games tonight, even though I don't really understand what overs are. But I think that when you look at the Panthers-Lightning series and you're down 3 nothing, you got to try everything. you you got to take every chance that you have, right? And so that means you're going to be making some decisions, opening yourself up to some vulnerabilities, and that fosters a not just a an environment that could be – peppered with penalty calls, but could be peppered with odd man rushes, open ice, and high levels of scoring. Now with the Colorado Avalanche and the St. Louis Blues, Adrian, we're going to kind of feel how this is going to go out because last game you have Jordan Bennington going out with an injury loss to the rest of the series due to a hit uh, of Nazem Kadri, which I think is a completely legal hit. As a netminder, I have been barreled into by tons of people trying to make a save. That's just what part of the job, part of the bit. Not every time someone falls down means that there's fault to be handed out to someone else. Uh, Wasn't par- he pushed in the back too? Correct. Kind of. So well, like- and we know that Kadri has a reputation, has a has you know history and all that stuff. Still, does not excuse people who are sending him threats. Be that um, racially motivated, be that religiously motivated. Grow up. I mean, I know that nobody would be, none of our listeners would be like that. But like, I just I don't understand people that the power of the, the faceless dehuma- avatar. Yeah, the dehumanization. Um, and but. That whole situation is going to have to be rectified on the ice. I guarantee you mitts will be dropped tonight. 
water bottles will continuously be thrown. Uh, yeah, I mean, who knows? But the best thing that the Avalanche could do is put their nose down and just score goals. Just score goals. Just go to bit like you, you. There's a little bit of a hiccup in that second game at home, and then you go take care of business in game three. The best thing, the best thing you can do is go scoreboard. Because if you get wrapped 100%. up and all of a sudden we're, we're that exodus or those uh, marches to the to the penalty box, we love the Avalanche power play. But the Avalanche are like like I was saying last week. They're they're what happens to. Um, Big muscular people that try to tread water for a long time. They sink, right? Yep. You need, to, you need less muscle. They're, they're the, that's them. They are juiced up, ready to go. St. Louis can get points going on the power play. So they just need to basically muck things up, create chaos, and they're only dealing with the 2-1 to one game deficit. And so it's not the same uh, concoction that the Panthers will need to rely upon. And it's, it's also just, it goes to your point of the more you're talking about Oh, we need to get back to them. We need to play physical. We need to not focus on our game and kind of we need payback and all these ego things. This is helping the Blues because mm-hmm. we're not exactly the more we're not talking about actual game planning or things that's happening on the ice that aren't extracurriculars. That's just falling to the Blues and helping them. Exactly. Are we ready to talk some basketball? Yeah, Lindsay? absolutely. I mean, luckily you only, we only have one game to talk about for tonight. Yes, uh, the Celtics versus the Miami Heat going on on ESPN. This is incredible. There has been three games. That is 12 quarters. Out of the 12 quarters in this series, the Miami Heat have scored more points than the Celtics only twice. And they are up in the series 2-1. So so two out of the 12 quarters, the Heat have done damage in. And because of that, they're up 2-1. Game three, a disaster for Jason Tatum. Ten points, four assists, and once again, the turnovers. With Jason Tatum kind of being careless with the ball, he's a minus when he's not a plus, and that's a problem. Yeah, and I don't, I don't understand the. Well, I, I understand that Miami's defense is fantastic and damn near as good Suffocating, as the Celtics. One could say, yeah, and, and I know they did it to Trey Young, and it wasn't talked about how terrible Trey Young was, but to have a similar three for fourteen stat line, one for seven uh, for three, and having more, he had as many baskets made in the second half as Jimmy Butler. You know why that's not good? Because Jimmy Butler didn't play because he was hurt. Mm-hmm. So not getting a single basket in the second half um, is not good for Jason Tatum. Thankfully, Jalen Brown picked up the pace with 40 points. Um, but is that replicable? Not necessarily. He might get a 30-point game. I just, we don't want anybody, we don't want the Lucas status where you're expected to win 40 games. Uh, shout out to Bam Adebayo, who really stepped up game three, 31 points. Uh, in game one and two combined, he nobody only talks had about him, and he's their mo- he's their That's best player. That's his fault. It's his fault. Well, be, well, is it his fault or is it the fact that the rest of the team can't stay healthy for more than three games at a time, and they're just a machine rather than a, a team with superstars? That that's a that's a fair point, but to me, the, the reason why I kind of get frustrated with Bam, and I think Heat fans have been frustrated with a lot of a lot of his his time in Miami, is no matter how good he is, he is basically the hub of that that offense where he's going to get the ball at the free throw line and can kind of dictate things. And when he wants to be aggressive, you get performances like this. And granted, I'm not trying to say he needs to score 30 points every game, but to only make six field goals between two different games and only have 16 points. Yeah, and you're the conduit. You yeah. can't have that. It's like Carl and, Anthony Towns. You can't have that. And the, the aggressiveness, the conduit, we talked about Miami, the best three-point shooting team in the league by percentage. When Bam is able to get into the paint and kind of, muck everything up for the Celtics defensively where they have Good to job. break down and crash. 
Thank you. When they have to break down and crash in the post, that opens all the three-point shots. So that, and, and, and it helped Tyler Hero. He will not be playing in game four um, due to injury. Uh, Jimmy Butler is still expected to get on the court, him and P.J. Tucker. Everyone's banged up. Game three, they were beating each other up. Jason Tatum's shoulder was messed up and got sent to the locker room. He should be playing. Marcus Smart, we don't know um, because Marcus of the swollen Smart's ankle. Marcus Smart's on one leg. That, that, that's, a, yeah. that's a continuation of the same injury. Super swollen. Between it's the, the foot, the ankle, and is it back or hip or knee maybe? Uh, Regardless. His, yeah, his knee when, uh, with Giannis in the last that's round. That's what happens. You use other parts of your body to overcompensate until that gives out too. And so uh, I'm sure each, it's a game-to-game proposition for him. Yeah. For most of those guys. So Marcus Smart, questionable. We still don't know the official announcement. They tip off here in less than two hours. The Celtics will be getting Robert Williams back. Uh, if I'm a Celtics fan, I'm kind of just, I know Jason Tatum's had bad games. He's bounced back with everyone. And the biggest stat that I didn't say from game three is the Celtics had 24 turnovers. They were stolen 19 times. Miami had 19 steals in the game. Are they stealing them? Just, they're Top of the key, mid possession. Where, Jason making the drives, poking their hand out. Um, Jason Tatum. So they're, just, they're a little careless with the ball. Then a lot of uh, a lot of talk was, yo, these Celtics don't know how to dribble. The Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum in their drives. Rhythm. Yeah. So that twenty turnovers, I don't feel like is a sustainable way. No. Um, but if Bam goes to what he's been doing most of this this postseason and not getting thirty points, I do think Boston has a way. Um, to come back into this series. Tyler Hero being out might benefit Miami because Tyler really hasn't had – he had a 14-point game, game two. Six uh, man of the years out, that team's definitely going to get better in his absence, just I'm like just, Marcus Smart's. Well, some, some of the players – makes no sense to me. Lindsey, if you're watching the series, like he, he hasn't been performing and he, defensively he's a liability. Now they can get someone back on the defense who's sustainable and can kind of get their points. They got dudes who can shoot. Giannis and, isn't worth anything either. He doesn't do anything on his team either. What, 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 are you comparing Giannis to Tyler Hero? I'm just saying anybody that gets an award is clearly expendable. No, I'm just saying Tyler Hero. Sometimes series don't work out for you. It's all about. From Joel. Joe, that was a very Minnesota accent. <laughs> from Joe Varden uh, from The Athletic, just seeing a tweet come across. Marcus Smart just arrived at TD Garden limping badly. Hard to imagine he plays tonight. Uh, that's that's a, a huge blow. Um, to the Celtics, obviously. Yeah. Although they've they've won a couple games without him this postseason. They are better. This is a this <laughs> all these teams are banged up. Top two defensive teams going at it. Um, but for Boston, I think they can get their shots and kind of get back into this series. Cause who's gonna score if Jimmy oh, Butler doesn't play for Miami? God. Is hockey actually happening? Yeah. Oh, there's the cue. Yeah. But yeah, uh, you know Boston has a lot of lengthy dudes, Lindsay, and that's kind of making it difficult for Tyler to yeah. to hit his shots, and and he's not necessarily well, getting to the bucket. In so Miami, there's really not a lot of cohesion there because people are so in and out of the lineup, and so that's why you have to rely on the on the culture that's built there. And who's to say that their practice habits aren't fostering a lot of these injuries? I'm guessing that they go hard in the paint for every rep for very, the Miami Heat. Very rigid. I'm guessing that's how Heat they culture. roll. Heat culture, baby, leaves a lot of burns and a lot of singed-out eyebrows. But in terms of when you put your feet to the fire or maybe your face wholly, um, results may vary. And the results for your Vegas Golden Knights next head coach could be a number of names, and we are going to be competing with a number of teams for the toppest of those names. We'll run through some of those on the other side of the break here as I watch Andre Vasilevsky just do what he does, which is save pucks and take names later. We'll be back. Love for the bet.
Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez. The Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet. This absolutely is a vibe for, you know, somebody who just got fired, they're walking papers, put in a little baggy or like a bandana and then you tie it to a little stick and then you start walking down the old country road into the sunset or sunrise never to be seen again right Jeez, no pursuit of happiness this this fits the firing a oh little no bit better. this is searching for answers we're not looking to find happiness we're looking to find ourselves first no this is 100 percent spot on yes with that this is definitely oh you just got fired and you got some things to uh right you're just on a stroll just i don't know i might be drunk i might be hallucinating i'm not sure but i hope i'm not jinxing this next question for myself uh have you ever been fired from a job before no, I don't think so. No. Yes. Have you? Just once. Just once? Just once. The rest I've I've been since, you know, this radio journey lends you in a lot of cities. Yeah. Uh, for a lot of people. So I, I've been the uh, two weeks and I'm out, you know, type of guy. Right. I've been told to, like, get used to that aspect about this business, but luckily I haven't had yeah, to. Yeah, knock on uh, the wood. They're like, everyone gets fired. Knock on all the woods and all the other things. I mean, at this point, they can't really let too many of us go because it's... <laughs> How's the ship going to stay afloat, guys? No, 100%. Uh, I've, I've turned in a two-week notice very sassily. And that very, yeah. it felt good to be sassy. Like, I'm out of here in two weeks, respectfully. Yeah, I've only had that, like, once. And then I, like, had to tell multiple people that I was leaving, too. And that was just, they were like, really? You're going to Vegas? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, all right, good luck. They're like, why? You just, you poker? I'll tell you why. You said I wasn't ready here, so I had to go somewhere else. That's why. <laughs> Damn straight, and look at us now. We needed one reason. We didn't need 13, Selena. Oh, I see what you did right there. Yeah, we're I, here to switch lanes. They didn't even know. They didn't even know. They didn't even know that I knew about Selena. They exactly. didn't think that I knew sports that well. But that's the thing. You got you to gotta show what you got when your number is called. And if your number is called and you don't, you get to walk out into the sunset to Kid Cudi. It's not a bad consolation. Yeah, to have, having that soundtrack be there. Like, but- Pete DeBoer isn't going to have a bad time. He's going to very quickly find another job, guys. Like, we're not the only ones looking for somebody to tell us exactly which way to point the the mast of the, the head there. But in terms of the rankings, uh, Scott Burnside, who I've read for, for many years, um, published an article earlier today on Daily Faceoff, ranking the best NHL coaching openings and best fits for each. And for all the reasons why... I love Scott. The the thing that I or one of the one of the very small things that I appreciate what he does. And it's very small, but when he there's like several times in this article when he just like is talking like, well, whoever they choose like with this coach, him or her, they're going to have to do that. I'm like just something small like that because most of, in people's brains like this yeah, is, Exactly. It's this, start, is it. this is how it starts is like our, our unraveling and then our, our our rebirth or at least if that's something that you're struggling with if that's something you're like, why would there be a woman there? Cuz there's plenty of people the that coach? are more than qualified than some of these bozos that I've seen behind benches. But I'm not saying that the bozos that are out there are bozos, but they're out there. Yeah, and there's some people that display characteristics of being a Correct. bozo. That's how I like to Correct. phrase it right there. Correct. Everybody has a chance. I don't want to call this Burnside guy a bozo. I would never do no, that. No, Scotty is a great dude. He's a great He's dude. He's a great dude. I do disagree with the list, though. I Do you? What, I, what, do, you, kinda, what do you disagree about the list? Well, he has Dallas as so the number one most coveted. You know, good opening, correct? 
Yeah, I would I would absolutely put that one at the top of the list. You have an uh, up-and-coming young core with the Miro Heiskanen's and the Jason Robertson's and the Rupe Hints, and then, oh, yeah, there's Jake Ottinger. I mean, you have some prohibitive contracts that are still going to tie up for a little bit with the Jamie Benn and the Tyler Seggins, but this is a top-class organization. You get to work in Texas, which basically means you can do whatever you want. See, that's my thing. What? That's where it switches to me. Vegas, I just I, I feel like this is a this is a better place to live. It's a little bit more exciting. And I do think that if you can win and kind of connect, like the the possibilities are endless because this is a front office, or at least I hope an ownership that wants to maintain and make this season an anomaly and not necessarily what the future is. As unrealistic as that can be, or expectation to always be in the playoffs and be contending. I do think that they are in a a win-now mode and know this city's for the taking with the Raiders and some of these other professional sports teams. And obviously they had their mark first, and they're they're always going to be here the longest out of everyone else. But I do think that this is an organization that they'll make moves. The, the problem is they haven't been the right moves as of late. Yeah, and they're kind of a-holes. That too. And that's why I'm like, from the outside, Vegas is very attractive. Um, and understandably so. And still, like, even being here, Vegas is very attractive. It is. At the end of the day, you're coaching hockey and you're getting paid millions of dollars to do it. Um, I don't need to really rip them apart because I do that enough. But them being second on this ranking, I'm like, Scotty, come on, my bye. Come on. The Winnipeg Jets job should be higher up than the Vegas Golden Knights job. And they really, the only reason That's why I can't, Winnipeg. the only reason why I, I think that Winnipeg's lower is because it's Winnipeg. Like, the fact that they live where they live. And this is likely where Barry Trotz is going to go, people, because he's from there. And this is a roster that, you know, themselves isn't too far removed from late postseason success. They still have a lot of pieces there. Probably going to have to move like the Mark Scheifele's. You're going to have to make a, a little bit of a change. But could it be the last hurrah? Because if you have Connor Hellenbuck, you're starting netminder, basically saying, I don't know if I want to be around for the rebuild. Well, is this kind of reminiscent of what we saw in Columbus a few years ago where all of a sudden they knew they had one year before everybody left, the Bobrovskys, the Panarins, and so we're going to trade for a bunch of different pieces and make a run for it. I think that could be something similar in Winnipeg's chemistry. They're a team that has, like I mentioned, Connor Hellenbuck, who's won the Vezina in the last couple of years, but their defense has always been a very, very big struggle point for them and we know what this kind of system Barry Trotz employs and what uh his teams can do and so I think he's a great fit for the Winnipeg Jets and uh and and a team that I think can still that can still claim some glory here now if you're looking for a team that's gonna still be a ways out Detroit's your team like Detroit at least you have Steve Eiserman who's like literally GM god uh he built this Tampa Bay team from the ground up and and pick the coaches, all those things. And the Red Wings are still a ways away. I mean, they got the Moritz Sider character who's going to win the Calder this year. He's nasty as a defenseman. You got Dylan Larkin as the captain. Uh, I mean, their goalie situation super fluid. Almost everything else is super fluid. But you want stability and organization. And if Steve Eiserman says he's that you're his guy, that's a pretty good club to be in. So you can, you can get the patience of the rebuild here yeah. in Detroit, you well, think? Well, it's just like with Detroit, they made the playoffs for 16 straight years, and they know their hockey up there. And so, like I said, if Stevie Y gives you the stamp of approval, nobody's going to question it. He He's going to want to – he's going to be able to work there for as long as he wants. And so when you have that kind of trust, that's not something that I, I think that can be – that has to be created – over years and years and years, 
And that's how you build up trust. And then there's the task of not breaking it. I don't think Vegas can get into that type of mindset. I don't, I don't think they can do that within the next 10, 15 years because it's just like you have – there are consequences to your actions. There are consequences to the way that you go about your business and people will absolutely avoid or um, attract you based off of your interpersonal abilities. And Detroit is one of those places and Stevie Y is one of those places where it's a very, very advantageous position. Blackhawks, not really. I don't want to – I that's – what a what a toxic environment to kind of walk into, but you've probably, speaking of having a pretty long leash, I mean, they're just looking for any sort of positive momentum on or off the ice. I don't even really like talking about them because they're just like, they're not even going to be part of the conversation hockey-wise, and it's just still caught up in the, in the um, remnants of what transpired this past season and past seasons prior and all of that, but whoever takes that job is going to have to be ready to field questions at any point relating to the Kyle Beach incident. And like that's a, that's a heavy thing to carry. And what news breaks in the future and everything and Yeah. And uh Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves aren't getting younger. Jonathan Taves was not that great last year and granted he took basically the whole year about previously off and all that stuff and everybody ends up in the beer leagues at some point, but they're not really moving anywhere fast. I'm kind of surprised that they're ahead of the Philadelphia Flyers. Like, Philadelphia, everybody likes to poop on them, including me because I hate their jerseys. But, like, at least their fan base, like, cares. Not enough to actually, like, fill the building because they know what a good product is and they're not going to pay for a bad product. But at least, like, the Flyers, there's that kind of expectation to do something. And you could say the same thing about the Chicago Blackhawks, but like I said – We've kind of, they've kind of lost the privilege of having that conversation. And so Chuck Fletcher's been there for years. He was the GM for the Minnesota Wild for years and always just calls up his own boys to help fill in the holes like he did with uh, Mike Yo when he let go of Elaine Vigneault earlier this season. But with that, if he's really desperate and he needs to make sure that he's making the right pick for his coach or the right pick of the players, like you might be the first person out, right? And so – Maybe not as stable of a job there. So if you're basing it off of stability, I mean, I have to go Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Over Dallas and Vegas because those were well, top Well, Dallas, three. sure. I mean, well, I'm just going stability, not necessarily like ranking any of them. But it's just like we know that Vegas is going to be high expectations. And if you don't find, like I said, we know how to treat winners. But here's the thing. You could have a Stanley Cup winning season. Guess what? There's another season four months later. <laughs> and... Like Obviously, nothing lasts forever. And three out of six nothing years. Nothing lasts forever. And so even if you are able to reach that pantheon, your ass could be out in a year, year and a half. No, that's and it's that's why I was like with Detroit, are they going to be patient yeah. with whoever oh, yeah. they bring in? Yeah. Well, it, it's it, Detroit. See, I'm trying to like in the NBA news, like all these coaches that might be let go still haven't been let go. And like it's like a because they just, all know that the Lakers are going to call him the second that anybody goes. And nobody <laughs> wants to coach there anymore. So. Shout out to Juwan Howard, by the way. Yeah, I uh, love it. You love to see it. And yeah. honestly, that's the right decision. Why Why would I Why would I leave my entrenched alma mater to go coach up some divas for maybe two and a half years? Yeah, I get an NBA chip, but like, what is that going to do for me, honestly? No, 100%. Sometimes so. it's not worth the turbulence, that flight. And and just some of the drama. Just again with the Knights. Like they, yep. Most of the league knows what's going on over there in ownership and the, uh, yep. the power that you don't have. Have, although you're the head coach. So shout out to Jerron Howard saying, nah, Kenny Atkinson, maybe. We'll see. Um, but we'll find out to see who's the Lakers coach here probably by the end of the week. We're all holding our breath, and hopefully we'll all suffocate before we get to that because I don't really care about the Lakers, at least not in this point. 
Unless they're going to send me a free jersey, in which, go Lakers. Uh, you would, would you? Oh, purple and gold? You know why they're called the Lakers, right? Yeah, I know, because you know we're Minnesota. That's what, that's what I'm saying. There has to be. I'll never wear a Ravens jersey. What we missed this weekend, we're going to wrap it up with a bow. 11.40 the bet. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast adrian hernandez and lindsey brown the playmakers Exclusively on 1140 The Bet. What song is this? By Design with Andre 3 Craig Kid Cuddy. What album? The one where he's wearing uh, the, the purple album cover. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he, has, he has the two songs with Andre 3000. That's like the main... It's not from the most recent album. It's not from the, the Man on the Moon Part 3, is it? No. I mean, that's purple I think it's two, two albums before. It's a picture of him. It's just like in purple font. Hold on, I'm going to the discography. Maybe it was in that lost era, but if it's involving Andre 3000, we know yeah, that no, it's this, very legit. This, very this song legit. is very wavy. Super legit. Super legit for the Florida Panthers who are outshooting the Tampa Bay Lightning 12 to 3, but guess what the score is? Nothing, nothing. Oh, jeez. Yo, shout out to your discography, movieography. Right. Oh, words. I can't find this album cover, but Lindsay. That's okay. I believe you. Oh, spe- it's not spe- or, uh, Passion, Pain, and Demon Slaying. Yeah, I didn't really catch up on that one. 
it's very OG. We're very much like we're we're there for the slices of bread, maybe not the meat. One hundred percent. Well, I like I like the meats. Shout out well, to Arby's. I mean, sure, but like when it comes to like we were talking about it last week, like Indie Cut. I mean, there's a couple of tracks off of there, but like Ghost, like all. When he was like hanging out with Kanye, but it wasn't you know the eight oh eights and heartbreaks era. A little wonky. It was right before he went to rehab. Facts, and you know sometimes things happen, and yeah, and, you know a what else? lost, and you know things happen like us talking about music a lot, which I should just tell you now since you're listening to us on the Odyssey app, you should go into the playlist right. The Hype Master Locker Mix. You should search that up. That's Lindsay's playlist. So hype. The uh, Hip Hop Underground is my playlist. So you're going to get an eccentric, different type of, of any everything from EDM to some real, like... Also hype. Gang banging bars, you know what I'm saying? Some R&B. Bars? Hella bars. Hella bars. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and, and this weekend, a lot of things happened here. And Lindsay, first and foremost, I got to ask you a question before I get into these stories. What? You are the biggest fan of SNL that I know in my life. Oh my gosh, yes. And this I'm was devastated. The, this was the goodbye for <laughs> Pete Davidson, oh, Kate McKinnon, A.D. Bryant, oh, and Kyle Mooney. Man, I mean, if you're an SNL fan, you know that departures are inevitable. And and I've gone through the couple of times where, like, Amy Poehler leaves. How is the show going to go on? Andy Samberg leaves. How is the show going to go on? And it figures out a way. And everybody says, well, that, the best era of SNL is always the 10 years prior. But Kate McKinnon and A.D. Bryant, but, like, Kate McKinnon is going to be on the Mount Rushmore for SNL. Really? I, I, I firmly believe that because – for, for all the women that have been on that show from its inception, she was featured to a degree that I don't think anybody else was extended. And and you're very much a product of the, the environment and the time that you're in because I, I'm not saying that there aren't talents in the past that wouldn't have been just as good, if not better. But we're only a few years removed from SNL having zero black cast members on it just coincidentally I mean we can we understand how those things happen but we when you see your bias play out in front of you yeah, to that 100%. degree you're like my god um but Kate Kate was one of those people that um I think means a lot to a lot of people in a, a bunch of different communities and she was not just good but great and weird and wasn't just an impressionist like came up with these these random characters like this Russian Olya Pavlovsky. I remember being so obsessed with it in college and, and like talking about the Sochi Olympics and just, I run away from Wolf. Like it, it, she was just so good and, and just demonstrative. And then 80, her and Kate really had like this kind of tag team going. Like whenever there was a skip between the two of them, they were definitely both gay. They were talking about like some sort of side business that they started, but they were just brilliant because they were so close. And that's the thing about SNL and that cast that the schedule's insane. Like, the whole experience is insane. And so you're very much, like, in this little Petri dish with them. And so that's how you get some of the greatness that uh, all of those players certainly put out over the course of their career. But everybody will be talking about Pete Davidson. Because Pete Davidson, oh, is he going to be at the wedding in Italian or Italy over the weekend? Because Kourtney Kardashian got, like, the entire TikTok thing was completely overtaken. Yeah, it was, it was kind of crazy to see some of the screen caps of him 2014. Yeah. To now and like, yeah. yo, he was a I remember, baby. I, I remember when he was on his first couple times on Weekend Update, and he was just like, "Yeah, I just like live in my my mom's basement. I do drugs." And Lauren said to show up. Like, 
that's literally what he is. And now he's dating Kim Kardashian. And there's this whole other superstar. He got a greenlit this whole show and everything, but like. Now he's getting his own show, like his reality I, show. I'm a huge fan of Heidi Gardner. I'm a huge fan of Ego Odom. I'm a huge fan of Chloe Fineman. I'm a huge fan of of, of Punky. All these young up and coming players that they have, especially on the on the female side for SNL. Very, very strong future. Guys side, other than Bo and Yang, meh. So the, the, the Bo SNL and Yang cast, is a revelation. So the the are they Minnesota Timberwolves like type vibe in terms of they got a lot of potential. They got a good young core. Yeah, I mean SNL. You, like I said, you think it's over, and then it becomes something that you never thought it would imagine to be. Like even just like the difference between the Alec Baldwin Trump um, impression and whoever they got doing doing it now, which it's kind of just you know, almost like a senile, just rolling. It's like he's, this past weekend, they had him talking on the phone to like a McDonald's person <laughs> and just like arguing and just like going on a rant. And I'm just like, it's such a different angle and a different look at a at a similar character, but it's so much more, it's so much funnier and it's so much more digestible, at least to me. And that's, it just takes a little bit of an adjustment, a little bit different of a, of a perspective. So well, I'm th- pumped. Well, thank you for this inside SNL look. I'm devastated this, cause, by this. Because I knew- okay. I knew that this was big news, and, and speaking of McDonald's, uh, Lindsay, I don't know if you knew this or not. I found out for lunch they're charging a dollar twenty for a slice of cheese on a McChicken. Are you kidding, Lindsay? The McChicken was three forty nine or something like that. Yeah, that formula itself. shortage is re- it really <laughs> knows no bounds. It's affecting everything. Preventative medicine and care, people, it will save us a lot of problems in the, our current. Uh, Lindsay, I don't want to give you this story to make you jealous, but I do want to acknowledge um, EDC. This guy's check has gone viral. My man spent $168,000 <gasps> on drinks. So let's look at this. Uh, what oh, is this? Some yeah. Clase Azul uh, Raspado? I'm sure I'm this, these liquors I'm not good at. He spent $51K on that. Okay. 51 k on that. Uh, two, $3,000 on the water bucket. I believe 39 bottles. Uh, $6,400 on Ace of Spade. Twelve hundred on a Red Bull bucket. Oh my God! That's how many Red Bulls he bought. Ace of Spades, fifteen k. I don't know what that means. He bought another Ace of Spades, the Brute, which I think is like the, the, the like the barrel. Oh, song. The Ace of Spades. <laughs> it's from Jackass. What's what's the name of that guy who sings that? The Ace of Spades. I don't Not know. Rob Zombie. No. He does Triple H's theme song. Want to play the game? I think he just passed oh away. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> rest in power. Yeah, rest in power. So that guy tweeted that. And it went viral. And then this guy's like, hold on a second, pal. This guy spent 278K. That's That's VIP 10, baby. Ace of Spades, $100,000. Some rose, $90,000. What's like the most common drink that you see on there and how much money do you like? Is there like a Coors Light bill there or like? It's the the water bucket because this guy spent. Is that just literally water? Yeah. I think it's 36 bottles of water at 75 apiece. So this guy got thirty six. The they other dude got thirty nine. Five dollars per water. Same for the Red this Bull bucket. This is why you bring your Camelbacks, people. <laughs> Yo, and I will say forty seven thousand, forty seven k of this, uh, this over two hundred thousand dollar bill was just taxes oh, and fees. Oh my god! You better get your money, EDC. Salute to y'all. Um, and, and in that entrepreneur sense, I do also want to bring up. That I want to shout out this local business that I don't have the name of, okay. but they um they came out with with a water, all right, nice little water bottle. Um, Lindsay, it's called the Lake Mead Corpse Water. 
<laughs> it makes fun of the I drove right by that this weekend. I drove right by that little bay where they're launching out from that. Did you not see? You're like, oh, there used to be water there because you just see like the dark stains. You can see the rocks. You can see the rock stains for sure, but (laughs) Lake Mead body water. Yeah, the uh, the yeah the corpse water. Shout out to them. Um, I also found out, Lindsay. I'm kind of disappointed you didn't tell me this exists. Did you know about the Ice Wars pay per view that was on Fight TV over the weekend? What? It's called Ice Wars. No. It's professional hockey fighting. Oh, I have heard about this. This is like the uh, backyard wrestling very of hockey. I'm very conflicted because, you know, people, I think, need money. And so there's only, like, when you're a former knuckle dragger from the bench, like, there's only so many things. But, like, it's also kind of sad to me, you no, know? It's like, yeah. It's like there's a story Ric Flair wants to wrestle again. He wants right. to have one it's last like match. It's like boxers come out of retirement because they need the check. You're like, 74 years this old. sounded like a good idea, but now I'm watching it, and it just makes me sad. I can't believe the setup that they had for it. So it seems like it's gaining some steam. Yeah. But they're just flat out. Let's just have the fighting of hockey. Let's just have it. Put on your blades. Put on your full uniform and go over there and, and scrap. And I didn't know that yeah. this was a thing. So the Ice Wars pay-per-view. Maybe they'll come to Vegas. Yeah, it's it's like going to a, a strip club and you're the only one in there because you're gonna be the main you're the main event and everybody pays attention to you and that's the only way we know that a recession is definitely on the way, right? Exactly. So the strip clubs start clearing out. At least that's a Twitter. We'll go after me. this. Anyway. Huh? No. <laughs> we have performances to prepare for. You know, we take our jobs very seriously here. We appreciate everybody sticking around. Be well to each other, mostly to yourselves. Use your blinkers because people are dying out there. And otherwise, enjoy the abyss. That is your life. We'll be back in 22 hours to interrupt it yet again. We hope that you'll show up. We'll be here. All right. Bye, friends. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.